Broads, this episode is brought to you by Relief Band. Is the thought of sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic the day after a family get-together trying to make it home still stuffed from dinner the night before making you nauseous? Because same. Oh my (laughs) gosh, that is horrible. Okay, you gotta check out Relief Band, the only FDA-cleared, clinically proven anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, and so much more. As the holiday season quickly approaches, there's never a better time uh, to get relief and make Make sure your loved ones are nausea free right now relief band has an offer just for chatty broads listeners that's right if you go to reliefband.com and use promo code chatty you'll receive 20 percent off plus free shipping and a no questions asked money back guarantee so head to reliefband.com and use promo code chatty for 20 percent off plus free shipping this episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. Attention to all dreamers, makers, and doers. If you're looking for a way to tell your story, show your work, or make your voice heard, Squarespace is the tool you need. With the help of Squarespace, you can do all the things you might have thought you would need to hire someone to help you with, like designing your online storefront or marketing your brand. But now you can even claim your own custom custom domain and do all those things with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever. Squarespace has tons of preloaded templates that make the design process a breeze, even for those of us, myself included, who are slightly design challenged. Watch your project come to life with the help of Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com slash chatty. You're going to get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, just use offer code chatty. You'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Well, good morning to our broads, to our broad squad, to our broad family. I'm excited. We have, I feel like we have a lot to go off on today. We really do. There has been a lot going on in Bachelor Nation as of like the past 48 hours, maybe a weekend. Well, also though with the episode, like there's a couple things that will be real fun to talk about. You know what? This episode, this episode got me. It got me good. I loved the Joe and Nate dates. Mm -hmm. And normally, here's here's the truth. I love watching love, but I typically get more caught up in the drama portion yes. of the contestants. And I was really, I was really caught up in these one-on-one dates mm. because I enjoyed both of them. Mm. Well, I have a little bit of a varying opinion. Oh my god, I love that. It'll be fun to talk about. <laughs> okay, you teased me before we started recording. Of yes. Some- so there have been some uh, things, some rumblings in Bachelor Nation. And I want to talk first about one that just, this is, we're recording this Wednesday morning. This just popped mayday, off. Mayday, <laughs> This is an emergency <laughs> press conference about Peter Weber. <laughs> Never thought I'd be saying that again. <laughs> totally. Okay. He's a gift that just keeps on giving. I mean, honest to God, bless that (laughs) pilot's soul. Um, Okay, so (laughs) if we recall, back to Peter's season. Yes. Hannah Brown showed up. What was it? Episode one? Oh, my God. And then that. Oh, my God. And then that cameo came into episode two as well. Oh, my God. And I forgot about that. That shit was wild. It was wild. And listen, he talked her for like four hours. He gave gave her 99.9% of his time. And listen, we were giving we were giving her a lot of shit about it. It was like, why in God's name would you show up? You're currently like filming Dancing with the Stars, blah, blah, blah. Now, looking back, a lot of me thinks this was very much a producer 
a la what it seems like uh, Kendall happened with Kendall and producers with sure. Hannah Brown, where it was like, he really wants to see yeah. you, da 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 yeah. type energy, yeah. right? Although, if you'll remember, she kind of, she pressed it. She did press <laughs> it, but I do have to say. Okay. She might have been right, too, because Hannah just dropped her book, and apparently... <laughs> Apparently, uh, she revealed in her book that she hooked up with Peter Weber while his Bachelor season was airing. Oh, my God. So, timeline here is that she goes on the show. Oh, my so she, God. So, she knew that there was, like, there was something there yeah. that was, they were inescapable, right? Uh, so who the hell was he engaged to or with at that point okay, when they hooked so up? So we have a timeline. <laughs> we have a timeline. So apparently she, uh, Hannah goes on Peter's season yes. and then leaves after the second episode. And then he chooses, and then uh, Maddie leaves. He gets engaged to Hannah Ann. And then Hannah Ann breaks up with Peter. Yeah. In the interim, between when Right after she breaks up with Peter and then Peter tries to pursue Maddie, him and Hannah Brown and were hooking up. I believe also he and Kelly were hooking up around that exact same time. Potentially. that That's that's also been thrown around there. Because, she, again, let's not forget that Kelly showed up to After the Final Rose and it's still a big question mark. How many bachelorettes <laughs> and our bachelor people has Peter fucked? And during the, what point of time I'm, I'm like peter i get you're famous and if you're single god bless but like why do you have to dip your toe only in the bachelor pool like just and i guess we know that it's not just been that because of all the the tiktoks that have come from him going to random <laughs> girls houses after nights of clubbing oh my god yes so there was so um, her book like does she say anything about Tyler? Now I'm curious about other stuff in her book. Uh, apparently she does. That stuff hasn't come out yet. She said, I was watching on her Instagram and people were asking, like, was anything, did anything have to be removed from your book that you wish would have stayed? And she said there were definitely things that she had written about uh, that producers, because of her very strict contract, were <gasps> like, that's a no-go. So does the Bachelorette contract stay longer? I don't know. Because, like, our contracts are only a year. Maybe it's more of a fear of lawsuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, the contract might be technically done. Yeah. But you don't want to risk. Maybe her lawyers were like, I wouldn't risk it. Yeah. Um, because it seems like they've really come down with the hammer recently. Geez. So I found out this news via Bachelor Nation Scoop, God bless. And someone <clears throat> in the comments asked... Who's going to do the timeline? And a Chris leader, thank you, put together this nice little timeline for us. <laughs> thank you. Mid-January, break up with Hannah Ann. End of February, hook up with Hannah B. March 10th, trying to reconnect with Madison during After the Final Rose. March 12th, official breakup with Madison. March 25th, first pictures of Peter and Kelly hanging out in Chicago. April 7th, Peter announces he does not date Kelly. May 3rd, Peter announces on Instagram he dates Kelly. <laughs> December 23rd, Peter announces he and Kelly will move to New York City. December 31st, Peter and Kelly break up. This man... And didn't they allegedly Chaos. break up because of 
infidelity. I guess that only counts when you're married, but you know, cheating. That's what uh that's what it sounded like. Yes. Oh, I know there's conjecture around that. There so. was there was a lot of uh hints that were left, little breadcrumbs <laughs> via Kelly on Instagram. <laughs> This man, my most favorite part is December 23rd, Peter announces him and Kelly moved to New York City. <laughs> December 31st, Peter and Kelly break up. This man is chaos. He is pure he, chaos. I just think he, his head and his heart and his dick are just getting all mixed up. They all are going in different directions. Yeah. Always. <laughs> he is literally pure chaos in he's every pure sense chaos. of it. Pure and chaos. I imagine he's a kind person and he's just chaos. I, I, I think he is very pure in a way because he is just flying by the seat of his pants. Like in every decision, it's all just and I also he's just doing it. And I also believe that every time he's doing this, he really means it. No, like that's it's like, no, yeah. I'm in love with you. No, I'm in love with you. No, I'm in love with you. No, I'm in love with you. Just like I just imagine Peter spends so much time just being like, Ah, no, 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 not even so much time. He spends about two minutes every week or so being like, oh my God, what is oh wrong God. with me? And then he's like, Jack's like, you want to go grab a smoothie and like go out dancing tonight? And he's like, yeah, I do. And then he's just over it. I would love to see the like, I know that they have their podcast together, him and Dustin, but I would love to be a fly on the wall in the apartment of Peter and Dustin because I just imagine Dustin being the best friend ever who's always like, oh, Pete. <laughs> Every time Peter's you have to think about these things, and he's like, I know. And Peter's like, I know, I know you're right. And then, you know, they hug and then they go to the club, and then Peter does the same thing the next night. And Dustin's like, Ah, Pete. It's also confusing for him, I'm sure, because he's in a relationship with his mom as well. Sure. And that's got to be really confusing. Sure. Well, when you get so much, when you get the amount of love, like, Peter gets from Sweetnums. I'm sure you really can't. No compare. one can. No one can compare. You know what? And I don't. I can't. I can't vibe on that same level because I don't have that relationship with um, my parents. But you know, if I received complete and undying adoration, adoration always, it might be tough. It might be tough to find someone who could really compete with that. I mean, you don't need to find anyone else to compete with it. True. He has her. Until, until death yeah. do them part. Until death do them part. And honestly, I feel like Peter, you know, he'd, he'd meet someone and be like, oh my gosh, I'm super sexually attracted to this person. But uh. she doesn't make me incredibly fluffy pancakes in the morning. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't know that Not I... enough. He, she doesn't know the ratio of chocolate chips to batter that I like. Right. And that's tough for him, probably. Yeah, understandable. Mm -hmm. I hear where he's coming from with that. Oh my. I know we've said this five million times but i really 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 want to do a podcast with pete but i'd love but i'd love to do it in not a podcast studio setting i want to like do a youtube podcast and at like his mom's house <laughs> at sweet numbers no i want to go to like a club with pete and yeah. have like little mics on us yeah and have a full experience i want to have i want to have a, a night in the life of pete we could probably make that happen. I feel like we probably could. First, let's take a quick break before we continue yeah, on down take, this road. Let, let's take a quick break because... <laughs> take a quick pause. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Honestly, I'm spiraling in a positive way and I'm picturing us flying to New York City as we speak. And, and I picture Pete being our pilot. 
to New York City. I, I've got ideas. I've got ideas. Hold the phone. We're going to keep it. Okay. 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 Broads, listen, before we dive deeper, I want to thank Credit Karma for sponsoring this podcast. Do you feel overwhelmed when it comes to handling personal finances? You aren't the only one. Hi, meet me. All these finances confuse the heck out of me. Credit Karma is here to help you make those big calls with more confidence. It's completely free and it's easy to sign up for a Credit Karma account. <laughs> I've had one actually for years. Mm-hmm. And you get no effect on your credit score, which is huge. Huge. They offer free credit scores reports and insights on credit karma you can check out multiple loan offers side by side and members who compare loan offers on credit karma save an average of 30 percent on interest rates credit karma will even show you your approval odds so you can choose offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence and if you do get a loan credit karma can help you uh, track your progress as you pay off any debt and even let you know if you can refinance and save are you ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers with your approval odds right there. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Um, Tell me about your Peter plan. No, I was just thinking like, I feel like that could actually happen. Like we could, I mean, there's no reason I can't reach out to him and be like, we just like want to know more about you, like not about The Bachelor, yeah, not about I any of that bullshit. I don't give a shit about talking to Peter about The Bachelor. We can frame it. We can be like, I we we felt like your your personality in you was overshadowed by all of the drama in your season. We want to get to know the real Peter. And I really do. I mean, too. And I want to have a day in the life of, of Petey. I want to have a, a party night with Peter. And I think you're right. I think he would be down. I'm... I say, let's reach out. I mean, and we'll, not- we'll say like, hey, <clears throat> you, we can make a full trip out of it, right? Yeah. There are numerous podcasts that I would love for us to do to guest on in New York. Uh-huh. Sure. We could take a trip to NYC uh-huh. and do a couple podcasts and then do this this night with Peter. Well, I think even I don't even think, I don't think we should do a night with Peter. I think we should literally do we should I mean, we should eventually end of the night. I think we should literally do a day day with Peter. Okay. We're like, what do we, what do you eat for breakfast? You know, like, do you normally work out? What's that work? And we go along with him and we're mic'd, yes, you know, but yes. like he makes us a, br- a breakfast. We're like, you know, we go, we go in the studio with him and Dustin, yes. you know, record a podcast yes. episode. Uh, we're like, what do you like to do in your spare time? Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure you FaceTime your mom, you know, why don't you FaceTime Sweetnums real quick? Can we talk to Barb right now? Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then we, and then we round it out with like, Make us your favorite drink. All right. That's our little pregame and his and at his nice bar setup, which I'm sure he has in his kitchen. And then we hit the town. I love this. This is perfect. And then what we can do This is investigative journalism. This is. And I'm feeling I'm riveted right now yeah. just thinking about it. And then what we do is I exactly what you said. And then that's one episode. Uh-huh. And then you and I, we don't record the clubbing evening portion, uh-huh. except taking maybe little voice memos mm-hmm. on our mm-hmm. phone. And then our next episode is you and me downloading what happened that evening. I love that. Mm-hmm. We probably should offer him some form of approvals, though. I'm. You know what? I'm completely, I don't want Peter to feel like we are Side- trapping yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I would say we record the episode and then we send it to him. And if he's uncomfortable, like I'm down taking that out. That's okay. Yeah, we're not yeah. trying to we're not trying to screw you over, Peter. Like yeah. we're here. We want to have a good we time. We want to show the get real to know you. you. We want to get to know the pilot. We want to get to know the man. We want to get to know the Pete the behind wings. the We want to get to know the Pete behind the pilot. Wow, that was so good. And that is the name <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> the Pete behind the pilot. 
a day in the life of Peter Weber. So, yeah, we'll we'll be reaching it out. It turns into like a 12-part YouTube special. I honestly... A documentary like Shane Dawson did with Jake Paul. I'm completely... <laughs> you know, I'm fine now that Shane is out. I'm down to take over with you as the role. Yeah. I would actually love to do stuff like that. Yeah, I would too. I just feel like that could get messy really fast how did he avoid like i guess they just didn't care i'm like how would you avoid i guess if, i guess people probably sign like waivers and stuff like yeah for how they're gonna be portrayed but i would also i would also feel like and maybe this is poor journalism on my part but if i were to ever do something like that i'm not interested in like I would I would want to be with people who I'm interested to get to know. Right. And so I'm not going to be like, I'm going to trap you. It'd be like, no, I just want to have like more behind the scenes fun energy. Yeah. And you make know. them trust you. And then you get into the shit <laughs> they've never talked the about publicly. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think like good journalism is just, yeah, making someone trust you and then getting them to be vulnerable about like the truth. Mm-hmm. Not trapping them, just getting them to open up in a way that other people haven't. Yeah. yeah like what i'm so and capitalizing about with, <laughs> is oprah gonna be interviewing britney spears oh like with the megan like megan markle and all that yes. yeah 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 it's in that little pavilion incredible oh shit oh I'm that so, will be good i'm so no no no, no 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 i mean they wouldn't agree to it but what i would honestly rather see was oprah interview uh jamie and yeah jamie <laughs> and lay them out but she's just so good about it you know she was good at it with the Meghan markle and the and the harry stuff where she just you know she throws in a thing and they make a comment and then you know two minutes later she throws in that same question again and they answer it she's a there's no one there's no one like oprah yeah watching the interviewing skills is just like well i guess i'll give up on ever trying to interview anyone ever again because she doesn't back down but she's like oh she's perfect okay so anywho there's things Things we need to talk about this episode. Okay. Do you want a, f- a little bit more Bachelor news? Sure. Because there, is, there are a few sure. more little nuggets. Sure. Okay. So um, one of the other things that I did want to talk quite briefly about is that Bennett, number one, is moving to Los Angeles. He made this announcement. So Great. Now I have to move. <laughs> so we're going to be moving. We will have to but now, now like, actually. Uh, I'm like, we're going to bump. I like, I, I am like, I, there's a high likelihood I might bump into this. We will man. have to file our restraining orders quickly. Well, he went, um, on us weekly or somewhere and he, um, he revealed the title was Bennett Jordan reveals. He DM'd Tasha after being eliminated and doesn't know why she hasn't replied. Let me read this from the us weekly article. He says, the first time I got my phone, I DM'd Tasha because I was beat up. I was hurt. I was confused. I was like, this is bullshit. I know she didn't have her phone, but she would get it ev- eventually. And I was like, this is bullshit. I got sent home over a 25-year-old causing nonsense. The 38-year-old Harvard grad recently told <laughs> US Weekly while celebrating Peter Weber's The Adventures of Pilot Pete book. Ahead of the picture. Wait, books, when does his book come out? Uh, Pete's book, uh, November 23rd. That should be good. Can't wait. Oh, maybe he'll want to do his day in the life to promote his book. It is a, a child's book, though. Oh. It's like a kid's picture book, The Adventures of Pilot Oh, Pete. okay. Never mind. Which I that I, was like his, I which, thought that was his way, biography. I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Everyone's putting out biographies and he puts out a kid's book. Love that. Obsessed. Um, uh, Bennett says, I was hurt. I did not like it. I did not believe it. I did not buy into it. And it hurt. I got no response. 
<laughs> Till this day, it has not been seen. <laughs> Maybe someone else runs her account. I don't know. But I have not gotten oh, anything from Tasha. Not a damn thing. <laughs> I'm like, well. Where do I begin? We, I, this man is so unbelievably delusional. Maybe someone else runs her account. Honey. Honey. Do you think? Okay. This feels, this energy, and I wanted to talk about it because this energy was, like, so giving me Chris S. from this episode where it's like, well, I sent a message to her and let her know how I felt and how how what a, how much bullshit it was. And she never opened it until this day it hasn't been seen. <laughs> and you're like, okay. It's like, Bennett, I think a DM request disappears after, like, two weeks. Not to mention... How many millions of DMs has she gotten? And you really think she's going to see your sorry ass message? <laughs> also, not to mention, she broke up with you. Yeah. So you're an But ex. even just logistically, there is no way. He doesn't even stop to consider that there's no way she would ever get that message. It's like she has two million-ish followers. Do you know how many messages she gets? Do you know how many messages that woman gets? He's just like, it's never been opened. <laughs> Okay. I hope that she goes into her search bar, finds his messages, and then just looks at it and then doesn't respond so that's finally seen. seen. And so that he can just like, you know, be like, well, she saw it and no response. Can you even imagine how crazy that message must be? How unhinged? Yes, because he wrote it the second he angrily got kicked off instead of Noah. And I'm sure he wrote, I can only imagine it was multiple paragraphs Why was about Bennett? emotional intelligence. Why was he not on the beach? Um, I don't know. That was shocking. But he is dating someone. So maybe they did okay. start dating beforehand and he did, okay. decided not to go. Just like we didn't get to see Bennett and Noah on the beach. I, that was, I mean, we were, we, we knew Bennett was going to be on the beach. It was like, how can Bennett not be <coughs> with his boat shoes, was his Kit yacht on it? No. Well, a lot of people didn't show up, did they? Mm -mm. Are Noah and Abigail still together? They are. Wow. Every strong. everyone is still together who uh, who left with, on Paradise. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Marissa and Riley look like they are going strong. <laughs> wow. Okay. They post some very cute videos together. Wow. It makes my heart very warm. Okay. So on this episode, speaking yes. of which, we obviously have to talk about Chris S., which... R.I.P. my prince. That was quick. That, <laughs> that was, was swift. That was a little gone too soon moment. I'm that like, that was a little gone I'm too like, soon. We were really starting to get to get into the drama with him. And yeah. I really wanted to see him explode. And now granted what he did was out of control. But I I wanted the aftermath of him and Nate speaking back at the house. Like, you know. There I was wanted, a missed I opportunity. I wanted here. more. I wanted more. So Chris asks. Nate, Joe, Clayton, Martin. That's all of what I feel. Can, can we just start with Martin? Yeah, can we start with Martin, please, for the love of God? I've just been itching. Yeah, please, please. I take back anything I ever said defending this man. I, Becca, when I tell you that it took everything in me, I'm like, I'll save it for the podcast. I wanted to write like a novel on my Instagram and be like, can I delete last week's episode where we tried to give Martin the benefit of the doubt in some way. Can I remove anything I've ever said positive about Martin? 
King of the Clowns. I <laughs> cannot believe this. I know we've been saying this every week, but this might actually be our villain because there were definitely clips. Which will be that will it will be good. It will be explosive because remember last week on the preview for the show, we saw a lot of clips being like, he's not here for the right reasons. We got to get him out of here. And we're like, are they talking about Chris? Are they talking about Nate? Are they talking about Joe? Maybe they're talking about Martin. Because we then saw a clip for a future episode and they just said this seat coming this season. So we don't know if it's next week or to come of her making out with Martin. So obviously the relationship is continuing. Uh And if she's still making... Okay, okay. Let's just cover what happened. But I'm... Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> I am so livid. My... <laughs> Every piece... Where are the quotes? My body made up of all my cells and energy exploded and dissipated into different parts of the room. I was enraged. So... He, at the cocktail party, just, he just, it just seemed like he came with the intention to just shoot himself in the foot over and over and over again. I was like, my guy, did you not learn from last week? Clearly not. Because he starts out with, what did he start it out with? He was just It like, was a little, it was not, it was a more subtle. But it was, he, yeah, it was he so, came in hot. Yeah. Okay. Where it was like, oh my God, Martin, this is right before the cocktail party and you're going to say this to her? He said... Um, you know, I list something about like really appreciating all the compliments that she always gives him. But oh, but is she, blo- yeah, yeah. Is, she, is he just like blowing smoke up his yeah, ass? Yeah, he's or like, no, he's she- like, it's hard because then I hear you saying the same exact things to the other guys. And I don't know if you're blowing smoke up my ass. And she's like, you really think after like all the time we've had together that I'm just going to like that? She was basically like, are you serious? And honest to God, out of all the bachelorettes in the history of bachelorettes, you're going to accuse Michelle of bloking, bl- bloking, blowing smoke up your and ass. And so what was that? Like just trying to fish for compliments? I think like, one thou- I think 1000% he was trying to get affirmation. <sighs> and instead of just being like, hey, Michelle, I have to be real with you. I'm feeling a little nervous this week. Like, I really like you a lot. And I know you're having all these connections with the other guys. And, I, and I'm nervous because I feel right. strongly let's, let's about reframe. you. Let's reframe. Let's not frame this in terms of like, are you lying to me? Let's reframe it in terms of I'm feeling a little insecure and needing a little so, bit of validation. But n- no, you can't say that you're insecure. And instead, you have to accuse Michelle of being disingenuous with her compliments. Also, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, what compliments are you talking about that you're hearing her say to other that, guys? I was wondering the same thing. How does he even know what compliments she's giving to other people? And even if the guys are coming back and saying something, like, how specific can you be with complimenting people? Do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm getting to I mean, know... it's one thing to call everyone a smoke show, but it's another thing <laughs> to be like... You're genuine, you're funny, uh, you know, right. you're it's handsome, like, it's like when I like being around you. When there's 10 men that you're still getting to know, certain compliments will be similar. You're going to be like... It's going to be a little more on the generic side. Yeah, I really, I like your energy. I think you're very handsome. You're also only seeing them in a limited 
environment you know right you don't you don't know how they can cook you don't know how they are with their family you don't know any of these things honest to god i feel like martin is got butt hurt because she said something like i just love your style i feel like you're one of the most stylish guys i've ever met and then maybe she turned around and said the same thing to nate and he was like (laughs) because he really cares about his fashion and he was like i'm the most stylish guy in the house how dare you so then where he really, okay, and then he's like, you know, I'm so grateful for you, whatever, whatever. And the conversation goes down like this. I had to look up the exact how it went. Michelle says, I'm not too hard to please. He goes, really? Not high maintenance? And she goes, no, are you kidding? And he goes, that's the thing about girls in Miami. Very high maintenance. <laughs> And this is where I love that she goes there. Like, oh, I don't even know if I would be able to think quick enough to be like, no, I definitely would have. You don't know that well yet. You know, it's like different <laughs> when your boyfriend says it. But like, I would have seen red and been like, excuse me for a moment. But she came back and I don't even think I think I would just kind of blow past it and then probably I would think about it later and be like oh I didn't really like that but I think at the moment I would probably just be like oh yeah well it's a different vibe in Minnesota you know keep going but instead she's like oh really like what makes a woman high maintenance and then yes dude his answer his answer so so again the exact the exact verbiage was God bless you for taking down the verbiage because I was trying to no, hear no, no. I Googled it. I just Googled okay, it. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't hear it because let me tell you, I was trying to hear everything Martin was saying and I couldn't concentrate because Evan was in my ear going misogynist, misogynist. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up, shut up. I know. Shut up. I'm trying to write down what he's saying. <laughs> Stop singing misogynist in my ear. <sighs> He goes, because usually a man doesn't go into a relationship saying, hey, you're going to take care of me. And she just laughs. She laughs. And I felt that laugh through every bone in my woman body. Men don't. And then he said, females. So he really just nailed it in. He said it that trash and then he wrapped it up with females as a punctuation point. I don't even know where to begin to unpack that. Men don't usually walk into a relationship saying, hey, you're going to take care of me. What are you talking about? You're talking about monetarily because I can tell you what, it's a lot fucking easier to just take care of someone monetarily than it is to carry all of their emotional baggage <laughs> that they built up their entire life and then dumped on only female people throughout the entirety of their existence. <sighs> like what? You clearly don't know what it's like to try to hold someone's hand to get them to process everything that they've just shuttered away for their past 32 years of immature existence. Also, not to mention, when we're talking through the the lens of this this misogynist perspective, you're saying that also just stupid. Okay. It's like you're going to but you're going to roll. Okay, you're going to do you're going to play that gender role stereotype. Okay, then let's lean into fucking cultural gender roles. So the woman is supposed to keep the house clean, prepare food for the man, take care of the children. What in God's name do you think 
women expect to take to uh, be taken care of and men don't have that. Wait, wait, what are you talking let's, let's about? Let's even just look at this from let's even just look at this from the perspective of a first date. Oh, she expects me to take care of her. She expects me to pay for that meal. And what the fuck do you expect from her? To suck your nasty fucking dick. <laughs> that yeah, that's taking care of you. You slimy yes. piece of garbage. What the fuck? You that you know what? I think that is really I think men like Martin really don't oh think of providing sexual favors, taking care of the house, taking care of the children, taking care of their five-year-old developed emotional bullshit. Anyway, I think they really don't think of that as taking care of them. I think they really just think of it as our responsibility and like our duties. And you know a guy like Martin is like, well, can you really consider it a responsibility when like it's something that someone loves to do? Like, why wouldn't a woman want to love and do all of that for me? That's not a responsibility totally. because like what an honor for her. I mean, there's just kind of certain things that people are better at, you know, like men are just like better at math and like women are just better at like, you know, taking care of kids and shit like that. I have never listen. I don't subscribe to the whole like angrily sliding into people you don't know's DMs. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like not my vibe. No. I've never wanted to send a DM more in my life. I refrained, but I just wanted to be like, hey. Like, I just, I just, I just wanted to just give him a little bit of peace of my mind. I was so worked up. I could barely, like, I couldn't concentrate on what was happening because I was so angry. Should we draft an open letter to Martin? (laughs) Let's draft an open letter. (laughs) Post it on Instagram. Just like, like. I, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then to to add to that, what made me even more angry is then when he removed himself from the conversation or when their conversation ended, number one in his ITMs, he was doing this whole like, I don't think she got what I was trying to say. I'm like, no, she got it. She got it. And then I was thinking about last week where he was like, she didn't get what I was trying to say. And then I'm like, damn it, giving him another benefit of the doubt. I'm so angry that we did that because it's like, no, she heard you. You made it very loud and clear. Yeah, and you know what he wants to follow up with that is like, yeah, I mean, I was just talking about like I had a girlfriend who expected me to like pay for her nails, whatever, getting her nails done, you know, would like ask me for money to go shopping. It's like, okay. And? (laughs) That's your duty, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's your duty. Also, I hated the fact that the way he was trying to compliment Michelle was like the you're not like other girls. I <gasps> oh my god, I forgot about hate that. That bullshit when guys are pitting women against each other and being like you're not like the other girls because you know all these other women and their high maintenance needs and you're I'm just like dude. Well, stop. and I it's like yeah, I think sometimes that can be given in a true compliment or it's like you're and not like not like other girls, but like you're different. It's like yeah, you, you're so special and different to me. But no, the way he's sure, saying or like it, you're different than anyone I've ever met. Yeah. Like, I've never had a relationship where someone sees me the way that sure. you do or listens or, I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever. No. it prompts conversation the way that you do. And I think it, that was also probably kind of triggering for her because she was like, I don't want to be different than the other girls. That's right. how, like, people have been treating me all my life is like, uh, you oh know. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, no, I don't want to be different. I want to be like the other girls. Yes. <laughs> now pay for my meal. <laughs> Because you're lucky to be in my goddamn presence. So you better be paying. I see nothing wrong with demanding compensation. 
Absolutely not. You pay to play. You don't want to? Get back in line. Bye. I'll find somebody else. No problem. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with, um, yeah, no. The whole high maintenance thing. And it's like, and you're, I just can't even start. A man like Martin is so high maintenance. Well, and it's like, like well, what are you talking about with high maintenance? Taking time to look a certain way? That's what you're talking about? High maintenance? What's the problem Again, what I'm that? talking about, what about like high maintenance? Like with all of your, you know, I don't know. It's just with all of your shit. With all of the shit that ever, anyone has to deal with. In- it's like, I, I, first of all, let me make something very clear to everyone who's listening. I celebrate being high maintenance, okay? What I I'm saying is you're no more the definition high ma- of high maintenance. You're no more high maintenance than Evan is. Of course not. Of course not. It's just different versions and sometimes You're probably like- less so. <laughs> Honest to God, probably. <laughs> I'm very. But that's probably just because you're people pleaser. But true. But that's. I hate the. I hate the term high maintenance. First of all, I think it's absolute garbage because it's like again, it's such a misogynist like term. It's like this. It's, and you know what you think is like this diva or whatever. Right. And I'm like, okay, and okay, and it's just all. It's By just the way, Martin bullshit. is the same kind of guy who would see girls with body hair and fat girls and would be like, well, I need a woman who could take care of herself. <sighs> This conversation is upsetting me so much. I have to write an open-ended letter. I'm writing it down in my to-do notes. We'll compare notes. me down okay something that helps me in my everyday life not thinking about martin not thinking about martin not thinking about martin and not thinking about the post office (laughs) and not thinking about the post office broads if you sell anything online you know you're about to be uh right smack dab in the busiest time of the year to put it lightly you may be panicking uh we're here to tell you there's no need to panic because stamps.com is going to make things so much easier and help you get through the holiday season with stamps.com you can leave the hassle of going to the post office in the past and make this season your most seamless one yet when you use stamps.com the entire process from the initial order all the way to delivery is easier than ever because stamps.com now integrates with the biggest sales platforms like amazon etsy and shopify and with Stamps.com, you'll be able to easily compare prices and delivery dates and get huge discounts that you could never get at the post office, like up to 40% off USPS and 76% off UPS rates. Those can be some big savings. Yeah, huge savings. The only thing you need to do is decide which carrier to use, print out your label from your home computer, and then schedule your pickup. Stamps.com's built-in tracking tool and delivery notifications will even help keep your customers at ease. Oh, what a relief. And informed all the way until the package arrives at their door and your job is done. Deliver more smiles this holiday and start shipping and saving with stamps.com. There's no risk. And with our promo code chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free shipping credits and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. You're going to be up and running in minutes. Click on the mic at the top of the homepage and type in chatty. That's stamps.com. Mike at the top of the homepage, promo code chatty, stamps.com, easy e-commerce shipping for less, a lot less. 
Broads, if you suffer from stress, anxiety, chronic pain, sleeplessness, or some nasty combo of the four, you know uh, that when your symptoms hit or when you're tossing and turning at 3 a.m., there is nothing you wouldn't do to feel better, uh, to have the anxiety go away or to be able to fall asleep and stay asleep or to be pain-free every day. I have found some that works for me, and so I obviously have to share it with you, Broads, because the results have been that good, and that is Feels Premium CBD. If you've never used CBD before, I think there can be a misconception that it will make you feel out of it or loopy or tired, but that's really not the case. When you use CBD, it's all about what you don't feel, not what you do. And the most important thing is to find the right dose, which is going to be different for every single person. But to walk you through that process, Feels has a free CBD hotline. Then all you need to do is to place a few drops of Feel CBD under your tongue. Whenever you start to feel symptoms, whether that's anxiety or you feel pain or you can't get to sleep, within minutes you'll start to feel better. I find it so helpful that I join the Feels monthly membership, which delivers Feels to my door each month. So I know I always have some uh, plus I save money on each order. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and you'll get 40% taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash chatty. That's feels with an A. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty. Um, yeah, so <sighs> hate, hate, hate. <laughs> I, uh, when she gave him a rose i was actually shocked also i was confident he was going home after that like you said uh the fact that in the promos she's making out with him later too i'm Mm -hmm. like what i wonder if he just she probably maybe she just the producers want him to stay she knows that he's not going to be it at the end so whatever maybe she i mean she did have the one-on-one date with him and it ended well so you know when like you're like i it, it was good and then you're trying to like fight that that piece in your brain that's like, this went well, but then I know this was absolute garbage. I mean, like, the amount of red flags I've looked past is same. astronomical. I mean, especially when I would imagine you're in that situation and you're having to eliminate people every week and she probably has more of a connection with him, you know, physically or emotionally than sure. with some of the other guys there. So it's like, okay. And like, then you can ignore, I would imagine it would be easier to ignore certain red flags and people when there's like, 10 guys that you're dealing with. Yes. You know. Yes, exactly. But I and, sure and producers want him to stick around. Of, of course, because Michelle is the queen of eliminating someone the moment that they start shit. Do you want to talk about Chris? Should we end yeah. with Nate and Joe? Yeah, let's like, should do we it. go backwards? Yeah, let's, let's go backwards. Let's talk about Chris. Yeah, gone too soon. Too young. <sighs> so young. I, well, okay, so... We see him starting off. I, I I was able to Google and find all his quotes too because they are just <sighs> wild. This man is delusional. Absolutely Central. delusional. Absolutely delusional. Um, well, and this is why I always like villains like Chris because the delusion is obvious. Obvious. It's it's not where it 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 feels. It's so blatant. It's not a Greg situation it's the greg and the martin shit that really grinds my gears because i'm like this is something that we all deal with like Mm -hmm. in past relationships in interactions with male co-workers all this kind of shit yeah versus versus some of these other villains a villain like chris s is like the (sighs) guy at the bar who you have a story about for the rest of your life because he was an absolute tool and you couldn't believe he actually existed in real life and you're like i would never consider dating this man 
the, here's one of his quotes about about his conversation with her last week. He said, Michelle was gr- very grateful for what I said. <laughs> what I told her validated basically what she was already thinking. It was like, well, and you're like, no, what you you said that Nate was overly confident that he said he she he had it in the bag, and she was absolutely shocked to hear that. So, what do you mean what she was already thinking? Yeah, I don't know. Very delusional. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then he also follows this up with, "I am disappointed. I went on a out on a limb for her. I told the honest truth, which is what she wanted to hear, and asked from." And, and what she asked from everyone else in the house. I'm still upset she gave Nate the one-on-one. And it's just, she didn't say thank you for me coming out and doing what I did last week. And then she speaks with every single person here but me. That's crazy. <laughs> it was just, it was, again, going back to the guy at the bar. It was every single guy at the bar who buys you a drink. And then when you and that you don't ask for, oh, yes. you don't ask for a drink. You're not even looking in the guy's yes. direction. He buys you a drink from the cro- across the room and then comes up to you and is like, so are we going to go back to my hotel? And you're like, uh, excuse <gasps> moi. And then he gets so angry at you. And you're like, he's like, wow, what a bitch that you I bought you a drink. And it's like, first of all, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Second, your expectations are disgusting. That was so Chris to me where what? it's like you, you, you. You stand up in front of all these men and give your presidential address that Michelle didn't want you to give because, as she says later, I can speak for yeah. myself. So you do something she doesn't ask for you from you and doesn't even want. And then you drop a bomb about Nate. And then you're like, I the fact that I did not get the heroes one on one following up is just despicable. Well, here's the thing. He, it's like he crafted this narrative in mm-hmm. his head that yeah. was just pure delusion. Mm-hmm. He crafted this narrative first t- to her trying to be like, Nate is this villain, which he did, didn't even get across to her. No. And then it was like, she this is she knew that all along. Mm-hmm. And now she is not following my directions that I never gave that she should not speak with Nate and she should give me. I, it's just it was just so when ridiculous. he said to her, he's like what he was mad at her about was obviously he was like, you gave Nate the one on one, which is so laughable to me, too, because you're kind of like, wouldn't then this follow along with what you wanted? Like. I gave him the one-on-one to like talk to him and he could get eliminated on this one-on-one. So what the fuck are you talking about anyways, first of all? And then he was like, but the first thing he said, he's like, and after I told you about it, you sat next to him at the rose ceremony. I'm like, (laughs) it took me back (laughs) to your old spiel about Michelle being his teacher and him throwing a temper tantrum in class. He was like, but you sat next to him after I told you he was mean. (laughs) I wanted to sit next to you. <laughs> and everybody knows that when you sit next to someone, that means you're that's you're choosing that they're your best friend. And and you like like them. <laughs> you like like them. You have a crush on them. When you sit next to somebody, that means that you have a crush on them. And you're probably gonna get married. <laughs> I'm like, you mean she sat in the and open space? Crying, and I just don't know why you would get married to someone that is so mean. Oh my goodness. It was a disaster. But I have to say, him interrupting the date was just mm, perfect. Absolutely perfect. The Nate is just like weird. <laughs> Nate's face is just fantastic. Also, continued props to Nate. I can't I can't stop giving this yeah, man I props. Like Nate. Because 
uh, one of the biggest things I noted is once they arrived in Minnesota and they were in the hotel room, they were all sitting together. And at one point, you know, Chris is saying something and Nate's just sitting there and is not even like reacting to it. And then one of the guys goes, so Nate, are you nervous? Do you think after what happened this last week that like you might have a target on your back and that, you know, you might be, Michelle might be pulling you aside to have like some serious conversations. And Nate goes, yeah, I thought about that probably. And Chris is sitting across from him. Right. And if I was Nate, I'd be like, hey, let's talk. (laughs) Speaking of this, this motherfucker. And I would bring the whole thing up again and I would glare down that man and he was just like yeah he's being wise because he's like there's there ain't no point in getting into it with this dude he's whack even when he even when he was with the friends on the boat and they said who's here for the wrong reasons and he wouldn't answer Uh and he was like oh well and then they pushed him like any enemies and he brought up chris briefly but then kind of just like blew past it and was like yeah that's not what i'm about no he's not wasting his time like damn it's so good and yes i was disappointed that chris just got his ass sent home but it's no surprise because the confrontation with michelle was just yeah wildly out of pocket and out of touch with reality and he came in so intensely and i love it too because he was like (laughs) because she was just like well when you showed up for the viking date you seemed like you had a really bad attitude like you showed up and you were already butthurt about the fact that you didn't get the one-on-one yeah and you knew that nate was getting it and he came in so grumpy in his centaur costume, which, by the way, the Viking date, I just have to say, I was crying laughing at one point because when those, the the Vikings for hire showed up, my favorite thing about them is that, like, they're in full regalia with no accent oh, yeah. of a sort. Oh, yeah. No, these were just some men that I got. I don't know where they got them from. This was like, there was no, <laughs> there was one point where like one of the guys just goes and go into the locker and change out of those peasant clothes. And I'm just like, there's no like, go into your locker right, right, right. and get your pet. Like they were, they were fully in the outfits and they were fully shouting and doing the whole thing. And they were speaking with no sort of accent. There was like no medieval times energy. Who are these local thespians? I'm like, these who are, are, this is your guys' t- like, time to shine. Where do you Nothing. think they get those people? They just put like a casting thing. I mean, I there was one of the Vikings who had a very like Santa Claus like beard, so I imagined he does that. He's maybe the local Santa is a local Santa, and then perhaps they do this type of stuff for like local holiday themed pageants or something, parades um, and such. Exactly, exactly. But I was like, guys, um, you know, this is your moment to shine, and we're really not doing it right now. I mean, I loved the energy and I loved the costumes, but. Keep it together, men. Men, come. Wait, so what are we talking about now? Oh, no, I was just talking about Chris. Then on okay. That, on, oh, on, yes, on, yes, yes, on yes, 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 portion. I got a little, I couldn't remember And he what was we just so like, hmm. Oh, yeah, fuzzy, hmm. curmudgeon. So all the other guys were getting into it when they were screaming, Clayton. No, and he was like, this is y- yucky. I don't know if I can eat this. Ew. He was literally like, I don't know. No, he literally there. said, he's like, is this going to get me sick? Am I going to die? And it's like. Chris, no, it's just food. It's just food that you don't like. Do you think producers wanted him to stick around and she was just like, no? I think so. <laughs> I Part of me thinks that like maybe she threw producers for a loop with 
sending him home on oh, the day. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because it was like she was just not going to have it <laughs> when he was just like came in just so like, well, you did all this and it was wrong and it was mean and I was and you helping owed you out me and you owed me everything. Attention. And she was just like, well, first of all, I didn't appreciate when you spoke for me without me uh, asking oh, for yeah. you to. Oh, yeah. And then she had a slapper where she was just like, um, especially as a woman and a person of color. A lot of people want to speak for me, but like I could speak for myself. Thank you very much. I was cheering. I was cheering. Was like, yes. And he was he was sitting like this. <laughs> Dude, I, we've said it before, but I will say it again. She is quick, quick, quick. So quick. Like she. The lines and like the like she I don't know. She is just really sharp and on top of it, man. She is. I don't know. She's she like produces quotes that could be put on everything. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, and she, I don't know. She's just really good about like not giving bad stuff a certain attention. And she's really good about like, I don't know, just like call like, like the stuff with Martin where she, I don't know. She's just very, um, she's good at remaining present in the moment and like discerning what yes. needs to be said and what doesn't. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she was just like, I would imagine with the whole Chris situation, like he showed up, and producers probably wanted it to be more of a thing. And she was just like, absolutely not. This man is running in, <laughs> demanding my attention and demanding that I give him a one-on-one -on -one oh, or yeah. pay more attention to him. I didn't want him to give a presidential address. He is telling me that my decision-making is off. And that's going to be a goodbye. Yeah. And good luck. And get out of here. Yeah, yeah. And he was distraught. Yeah. Absolutely distraught. But, yeah, I mean, I knew. I, I was surprised with the Viking date, I will say. I thought that Chris was going to come in with hot energy. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to be more of a thing. Yeah, that, I was kind of disappointed in that because I was really hoping that he was going to try to cause some serious drama during the Viking date. Which I guess then let's just talk about the Viking date and talk about Clayton because that was the only real thing to come out of the the date and it felt like it was obligatory so that we could kind of get some semblance of who our next bachelor is going to be part of me wonders if they i feel like and part of me is like i feel like it had to have been at this point that producers were like we think we want him to be a batch the bachelor at this point in the season yeah yeah they, they probably already felt that before he even started out the season they had probably selected him yeah because out of nowhere she was like she gave him the group date rose he won the viking thing and then when she was when they were at the group uh the night portion later it was very clear that her and brandon had the most intimate best conversation and she almost gave the rose to brandon yeah she was holding it and she was yeah. like brandon and i was like he's gonna get a third group date rose in a row which would be just historic, like massively historical. I forgot about Brandon this week, honestly. Yeah, th he would have gotten three group date roses in a row, which is wild. But then she all of a sudden was like, Clayton. I'm like, this feels very producer driven. Absolutely. Because, okay, here's the thing with Clayton. Tell me. When they had their talk, I would encourage broads to go back to the very first episode where was Michelle, it the exact same one <laughs> when i say copy print like it was copy paste 
copy paste copy paste and print that shit and put it on a newspaper and compare them back to back because this it was ridiculous it was the same thing he immediately said what she always says where do you think you get your confidence from you're so confident where do you get your confidence from first thing that he said on the first date his first Dude. one one time and then he goes yeah and then he right away brings up like family is so important to you and she's like yeah you know my family like my mom and dad their relationship is you know what i'm looking for he's like same my parents like i really value their it was it's the same it's literally the same exact conversation every time he sits down with her and in fact i can almost guarantee when he had the little moment where he spun her that one time that they started to talk about that in their date like it's the same conversation every time i you know i feel bad for i feel bad for dudes like him and dudes like colton and these kind of like these dudes growing up in this like hyper masculinized masculinized sports world and i just feel bad because i feel like there's not a lot of opportunity for development of like personality and self and that was something I saw a lot in Colton, something I see a lot in Clayton. I'm like, I don't really, I don't know if I believe anyone is truly just like a boring, bland dude. I think that there's a lot of people that have not had the opportunity to, to develop. Yeah, to find yeah. out who they are because they haven't been, they've been handed a script of what their life yeah. is supposed to look like and a, and a set of expectations and and I don't know. So I, I feel kind of bad for dudes like him in that regard. Like, it, especially when you're saying they're repeating the conversations, it's like he doesn't know who he is or what he wants. Yeah. No. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, again, I'm like, how in God's name is this this the person that they're choosing to be the bachelor? Like, there's nothing dynamic going on. Um, it seems like a nice enough guy. Seems like a nice guy so far in the season you know, hasn't started any drama in the few times there has been drama. He has had a couple moments where he's been like, you know, bringing in some like good perspective. Yeah. But in his dynamic with her, it's legit. Like you're saying, it's, it's, it's just the same thing. Like, I'm sure if you asked him for five uh, adjectives about himself, he would be like strong, brave, bold, leader, you know, yeah, respectful. Well, you saw him really come alive on the Viking date yeah. because he was like, they walked into the football stadium and he was like, sports? Football? Competition? This is where, and he's done every one of those dates uh, where he then you see him like becoming more, um, I don't want to use the word charismatic by any means, but like just, you know, more awake. Animated. 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 Yeah. There you go. Um and it's like, okay, that's where he's comfortable. Um, but then when it's just the one-on-one, -on -one, it's just like, how do you get so confident? And uh, my family is important and we have the same. And and every time when they say that they have the similar uh, upbringing as far as like parents who are really in love and still together, he's always just like, wow, that's so that's so crazy that we have that. I'm like, but you've, you've heard that every single moment that you've been with her. Like it's this, you're acting like you're surprised. Well, it kind of like makes me think too of, jumping over to the date with Joe of like, I think it can be really hard being so caught up in like athletics and sports mm -hmm. uh, that becomes your identity. Mm -hmm. That becomes your world. That becomes your personality. Mm -hmm. And then as Joe explained, if that's cut out from under you, you are suddenly lost where you're oh. like, I have no idea who the fuck I am, where I'm going or what I want. Well, to get to that level in sports, right? Like you are a young kid 
and your parents are taking you tw- that's all you're doing oh yeah all you're doing yeah and you're losing out on opportunity i'm not saying that i don't have respect for people who like are gifted at something and they you know yeah. they go hard but like well let's be real it's an opportunity to of, take you places of like, course yeah. of course but like in that developmental phase like that's so important with friendships and all of that. And where just it's having like, time to just chill, to just be a kid. Yeah, yeah. Or a teenager, or a college. You know, to just mm-hmm. hang mm-hmm. out yeah. and fuck around and fuck yeah. off. You've been so busy. Yes, your whole life. Yeah, I don't even know if it's athletics in particular. I think it is this constant filling of time and regimented. Yeah, I'm sure it's, scheduling. Like, a, it's like a child actor thing. Yeah. It's like going from child actor, like Disney star. You know, people and whatever, do it with music. Like, people yep. do it mm-hmm. with, you know, all sorts of different things mm-hmm. where you're just like, go, 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 go. And go. it's just nonstop. Although it is interesting, particularly with athletics. It's also a, um, you're, you are teaching a person constantly, especially in really like rigorous training, if it's super competitive, you're also constantly teaching a person to override, like do physical override, like push your body farther. Yeah. You know, like push your, ignored like the mental and emotional Mm -hmm. sensations you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Granted, this is, I know, sports people, don't get heated. Hear out what I'm trying to say. And you're and there's there I've seen with friends of like this physical override. Like I I remember I had friends in wrestling in high school and it would be like, oh, I'm not going to drink water for the next 24, 24 hours because I don't want to bloat and I got to cut weight yeah. for weigh in on Saturday morning. It's like that's really intense for like a 14 or 15 year old yeah. to be like pushing past your physical oh, boundaries sure. and like ignoring what's going on for sure in your feelings. And then on the flip side, when you talk about acting, you're constantly having to push down emotional barriers. It's right. like, I don't, it's like you need to get there emotionally and you'll use techniques like to bring up like past trauma. Think about that. So you'll cry. Oh, yeah. Think about this. You're crying. like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And then all of a sudden you're pushing you're like just extending yourself to in these emotional ways. That's just like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. 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 It's so, interesting. It's definitely interesting. It's intense. So I think about that with those guys sometimes where I'm like, man, you maybe need a little bit of time to just, I know, figure it out. Talk to a therapist, mm-hmm. find another, find some, figure out what, what stuff mm-hmm. you are excited about. Maybe you like baking, mm-hmm. you know, how old is Clayton? think i think they're all like similar like 28 ish well and i think also with clayton since he's been playing professional football th- that there there literally hasn't been time outside of that like you said probably since elephants since childhood until now it has probably just oh, it's been so it's so football. much work so so much work. um so anyway all that being said i feel bad for mr personality yeah <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's, uh, I mean, it looks like he stays long. Yeah. So maybe we'll really get to know him a lot more. But so far, it's know. been the same copy paste conversation, unfortunately. And we'll, we shall see. And so I, I think we talked about it last week. We got to say this week who we think our top four will be in the order. Okay. Let's take a quick pause and I'll think about All right. it. All I'll right. Think about it. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Broads, look, not to brag or anything, but I already have the best Christmas gift picked out for my stepsister this year. If you are my stepsister, stop listening right now. 
Okay, Nicole, um, we don't live that close anymore. I mean, it's not, it's only like 45 miles, but in LA traffic, that can be like 45 hours. Uh, because of the distance, we miss hanging out in person. So this year, I wanted to give her something that we could do together, an experience or a year of experience, actually. And that's why I'm giving her a year-long Masterclass membership. That's a really good gift. It's such a fun gift idea. With Masterclass, you can learn pretty much anything you've ever wanted to learn from the world's masters and best minds. Anytime, anywhere, at your own pace, there's over 100 classes to choose from with a range of world-class instructors. Everyone that ha has that one thing they wish they had learned, and thanks to Masterclass, that thing is closer than you think. Each series is broken up into multiple lessons that are 10 to 15 minutes long, so they easily fit into your daily schedule and can be watched on your phone, TV, computer, or just listened to with audio mode. Someone got my dad Masterclass during the pandemic, and he was like doing it all the time, and he Look was like, sorry, go. I gotta do my little classes. <laughs> I love I loved that. It. I'm so excited to give this membership. It's impossible to decide what class to do first because there are so many, but a few of the ones I'm really excited about so far are the self-expression and authenticity class taught by RuPaul. Oh my gosh, so fun. Right? The comedy class taught by Judd Apatow. The Wolfgang Puck cooking class? Are you kidding me? I just know it's going to be such a fun way. My sister, uh, my stepsister and I uh, can virtually hang out and bond even when the miles are separating us. I feel like it's the perfect holiday gift for anyone you're missing a little extra this Christmas. Or somebody, it's so fun to talk like about the things that you're learning together. Or someone who has it all, you know? Like I feel like totally. with parents, grandparents, it could yes. be like something really, really I fun. I might get them. that for my mom now that I'm thinking about it. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Oh, give one membership and get one free. Dang. Okay, look at that. Go to masterclass.com slash chatty today. That's masterclass.com slash chatty. Terms apply. Okay, here's what I think. Okay. I'm going back and forth with this. I think Joe is number two, hands down. That's what I think. I think Joe is second place. Here is what I am going back and forth on. Either Nate or Brandon is going to go home either after hometowns or after fantasy suites. And it's going to be like, here's the thing. What I'm trying to figure out in my head is if Clayton's going to get four uh, hometowns or fantasy suites. Okay. And then, like I said, interchangeably, either to me, Nate or Brandon is going to go home after one of those. Okay. So to me, the contenders for the final spot are Nate or Brandon. And I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Brandon. Okay. And I'm kind of thinking that Nate might go home unexpectedly after either hometowns or fantasy suites. Okay, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, her and Brandon have quite a connection. I think Brandon seems solid and seems ready to me even though he yeah. can be a little bit of like a goof yeah i can see him totally being dad vibes and i can see their holiday christmas cards it also throws me off because he does look younger that i think but he doesn't act young he has a pureness to him but i i think sometimes i look at him and i'm like oh i don't think he'll get all the way there because i think he's a little young but i'm like i think it's just because i look at him and he looks young but what I see he's the way youthful, he's acting, yeah. yes, he's youthful. But the way that then he's acting, I'm like, he doesn't act young. No, and I think I kind of like see that in both of them. And I feel like, mm. I, I don't know. I feel like she and Brandon are really sustainable. Interesting. Okay. I think she and Nate are too. I do not think she and Joe are. Okay. This is my thought of what's going to happen. Okay. I think... Clayton is fourth. Okay. I think no, he, I mean that feels right. I think he goes home after hometown yeah. dates. I think Brandon goes home after fantasy Fuck. suites. Yeah. 
And I think that she is in between choosing Nate and Joe, and I think Joe leaves. Fuck, you might be right. I, think I, I do out. think Joe, I think Joe leaves in second. I think he gets overwhelmed, but I think he leaves on his own accord is what I'm saying. I think she, yeah, yeah, she's like, I, yeah. I would believe that. She's in between them, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe even leaning towards Joe. I don't know. And then he gets maybe overwhelmed and maybe isn't ready and leaves. I don't think Joe is going to look good. I, I did not think that I from know. the beginning. I don't think it's going to end well between her, she and Joe. Well, I think even we got that moment, the fact that producers let us see that, you know, ghosting moment happen in the first episode, that it was maybe giving us little, again, breadcrumbs to something bigger that might happen towards the end. Yeah, I don't think it's going to end well. I think she'll end up with Nate for sure. You do? Especially after seeing the friends approval. I'm like, you meet my friends, they love you, and then you say right afterwards that you can't wait to meet more of my friends, marry me tomorrow. Well, someone (laughs) said straight up, I love, you know, it it was like he was so... But I feel like her family's also going to love Brandon... But yeah, maybe like especially after fantasy suites, like chemistry won't be the same. I mean, there's definitely somebody that the family is not thinking is ready to be with her from the previews. Well, someone said that it is, someone DM'd me saying in the previews you see someone's dad say he's not ready. Mm -hmm. And someone said that that's Joe's dad talking about him. Yeah, because it wasn't her dad. That's very interesting. I feel like I could see family either whether it be his family or her family talking about joe not being ready and then him getting in his head and leaving because of the family whatever side being and she might just i could i could see her i see it now i could see her really just like genuinely and carefully kind of coming to him being like i want to know like are you ready Mm -hmm. and i can see him kind of like short circuiting yeah like not like he's gonna blow up but just kind of be like panicking just be like i don't fucking know and she's like what she's also so wise too that i feel like whatever this underlying thing is that we seem to be feeling i feel like she's feeling it too what if joe goes home after hometowns what if he leaves after hometowns Maybe. That would be crazy. And then I, I can see Clayton accidentally ending up in like top three. Yeah, he kind of just kind of falls into that. You can't know? you see that? Yeah, I think Rick goes home fifth. Yeah, I agree. I think Rick is absolutely devastated and he's oh, been yeah. kind of a safety for her a little bit because he's, you know, just been there the whole time. But I don't think the sexual chemistry is there. Who went home this episode? Um, Chris S, obviously. Chris S, Casey and Leroy tragic tragic okay so that and we're is, gonna miss casey's narration which by the way we never talked about casey once and you and i like have had side convos that we live <laughs> for his narration with his monotone voice he's always like i know he's so funny well chris s really got himself into a pickle this week and everyone's panicking we'll see if michelle sees it i'm obsessed <laughs> i'm like <laughs> we didn't give casey the credit no, that he deserved you're right truly. okay wait so that leaves her with eight right so then We've got Nate, Joe, Brandon, uh, Rick, Clayton, Martin. Who are the other two? Olu. Rodney. 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 I forgot yeah. about Rodney. Rodney. After okay. after their uh, their kiss moment on the by the uh, or on the roof, I was like, oh, she did not look like she was really wanting to linger in that kiss, and I think that it's done for sure. Personally, do you think that Martin will go home next week or the week after? The week after. What do you think? Okay, so if there's eight left, 
I could see that means probably only two. I are could gonna see go Rodney home going home next week. Next week, I think. I don't know. Martin might go home. He might. I just have this feeling that Rodney's next. So maybe Mart Martin is like sixth. Rick's fifth. I think maybe Martin's seventh. Um, he might go home next week if it's two people. Yeah. The question is, does one person or two people get eliminated next two. week? Two. Then maybe Martin. Yeah. Maybe Martin gets another one on one. Oh, or maybe a two. Maybe there's a two on one. Ooh, with Martin and who? Well, we saw Olu saying in an ITM, Martin is two faced, and I hope he goes home next week. Oh fuck! So maybe Olu and Martin have a two on one, and Martin gets sent home. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so let's talk about Nate and Joe, though. Let's talk about Nate and Joe. Should we talk about uh, Joe first? Yeah. Here's the thing about Joe. Bottom line. Seems nice enough. He's quiet. I like we were talking about this conversation was very vulnerable and I thought it was yeah. a great tell that I mean, it was great that he was able to open up so emotionally and she fully understood what he was talking about. And yeah. that's what's cool is they're on the same page. Yeah. Also, she says that she dreams of having a family on like Lake Minnetonka and it seems like she wants to stay in Minnesota. She has no dreams of going out to pursue the LA life. Right. And when he then was was like so vulnerable and like talked about everything that he had experienced and he then said that he when every when like physical therapy and all that was just taking over his life and he wasn't able to like engage with family and friends and then he like reevaluated everything and he moved back home that felt very like he's he's happy there like he found re, like found himself again yeah there so i could see him like very happily staying there yes 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 there. yes and i think um it's an interesting factor that will come in this is why I think Nate might go home earlier. Did Nate? I don't think they had the conversation about if Nate is willing to live in Minnesota. I don't think we saw that yet. Very interesting. Where does he live? I, that was just about to say. <laughs> I want to look it up. Yeah, please look it up. That was something that didn't come up with the friends, didn't come up with the, in their one-on-one, didn't come up in that time. Yeah. Um. And I wonder if that could be a breaking point for them, potentially. It seems like she's really dead set on continuing her life there. Where's yeah. he, where he live? He lives in Austin, Austin, Texas. I just remembered. And I... <sighs> That's a tough one. When you're living in one of the bigger cities, it's like, by the way, when Rick made, when her and Rick were walking together and he did that model walk, which made me feel like he might, she might send him home after that model walk. It was really rough um, and kind of horrifying. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> she was like, would you be down to move <laughs> to Minnesota? And he was like, absolutely. And, she- and I'm like, Rick lives in Los Angeles. And let me say this. You very, 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 it's like a shooting star to meet someone who has, was born and raised in LA. Everyone moves there. Is that where he's from? From, from? I doubt it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. So anyone to me who's moving, who's from somewhere else who's moved to LA, moved to New York, moved to Austin, moved to Miami. I feel like places like that, you're going to have way less likely someone who's down to move back to a smaller. Versus if someone's born and raised in LA, then they're like, oh, a little small town sure. with a little one gas sure. station. But That's I, my dream. I don't get I don't get the vibe from Rick that he was born and raised in Los Angeles. Maybe I'm wrong. I so, But to me, right away when either. he said... Oh, absolutely, I would move. I'm like, oh. Rick definitely looks like he's pursued no. acting. Yeah, I think by whatever his job was, we talked about that in the cast. Oh, bio, yeah, that's right. Where we're like, whatever his job is, like, screams, I I am 
I used to pursue yeah acting and now I'm in the interim waiting for like the dad roles (laughs) that's fucking right I forgot about that yeah um yeah that's a lie that's a lie. That's yeah. acting. That is acting. So Nate being from Austin. It's a maybe, I don't. I. But I doubt it. I do not see them wanting the same lives. <sighs> I really like them together. Don't see it working out. God damn it. I don't see it working out. Well, but Joe and okay, her. So Joe and they're from the same place. They get it. They get it. They get it. Also, there was something so special to see just being born and raised in the same place, having the same interests. Like when he was telling his story, the fact that she could connect, there is something about that. And I'll say this, like from mine and Evan's perspective in our relationship, like, you know, since we've known each other, since we were kids, we grew up in the same church. Our families had the same friends. We went to the same school. And I will say that is something that through difficulties in our relationship, there is a cementing that happens when like you are talking about childhood and you're like, oh, we we have that same, we know that same person we're talking about or we walked through that together when we were 10. Yeah, yeah. And there, that is, I think, a powerful thing. So, also, it's going to set him just so much further apart than all the other guys. Yeah. Like when her family meets him, I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, he'll be able to be like, oh, yeah, do you know? If they meet him. If they meet him. They're like, yeah, do you know the Millers? Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Right, we right, grew right. up with them. Right. Da, 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 da. Like, right. it's just they, there'll be that comfortability right away. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, I like them together and on. And I mean, she said after that date, she was like, that was the most special, magical, whatever. The, I can't remember the descriptor she used, but I was like, oh, damn, she liked that date with him. It's obvious. You can just see that. Them making out through from the they from, have and from the sexual tension from the yeah. court to the the, the yeah. high school you know to all that stuff. When she said that he'd be the guy that she would have a crush on in high school, yeah, that's that deep feeling. Oh yeah. So the thing the thing for me with Joe and Nate, because again to me it's like clear that they're the two front runners, is that with Michelle because Michelle is like very calm but also like clearly likes to have fun and do all these adventurous things but she's low-key nate i feel like brings an energy that i feel like would be and brandon does too brandon and nate have that kind of similar like they come in and they have energy and there's like this positive and like they're excited and i feel like that would be a really good match for her versus joe is also super low-key which could work but i feel like Life might be a little more sparkly. I actually think with with Michelle and Joe, I think what I could see happening is them coming to an impasse when it comes to certain emotional stuff. Like she's going to be like, like I could just see them both being like stewing and frustrated and like not being able to like I could see them yeah. having the the um the bridge of like sexual chemistry and sort of this like understanding. Like you said, like we under we're from the same place and all this stuff. But then like. That's that. I think that can only carry them so oh, far. Oh, it can only carry you. And so I think far, that truly. it will get to a place with them where they can't get through to the other person. Yeah, absolutely. So much, but I could see that happening, and them just being frustrated. You know, I think you're right. I think you're right. I could definitely see that happening. Now, I did want to make one. I did want to make one statement. 
about sits. their their conversation. Yeah. So when this whole thing started and they had the whole like Joe um, ghosted Michelle. Oh, yeah. And we ended up finding out more later that it had been like two messages. Yeah. I just wanted to take a moment because when he talked about the struggles that he's had with his mental health, right? When you're in a place like that and you feel like that level of depression, answering anyone's fucking text, even a parent, a best friend, it's literally like feels like an impossible task. And so I remember the very first episode where he sat with her and he said to her, he was dealing with like massive anxiety. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people kind of were like, right, like, okay, Joe, like you're going to use that as an excuse to ghost. I just wanted to say again, it had been like two messages. Oh my God. And also again, when you like, and then he opened up in this conversation talking about the fact that he has been actively dealing with depression and more that it's like, you can't, it doesn't matter how into someone you might even potentially be. Like sometimes it's like bringing yourself to just answer a text is impossible. Oh, especially, well, and a stranger that you've DM'd with like once or twice. Yeah. I would think about starting a grocery list and would be like, okay, bye. And forget to respond to right. someone. It's like, right. But I'm just saying even like, be, it's like, it's like even when it's sitting right in front of you and you're like, there's this part of you that wants to answer, but you're just like my body, I physically cannot do it. Like when you're, when you're deep in that. And I just want to take that moment because that conversation obviously happened week one and everybody was talking about it. And it's like, I think now that we've heard more about Joe it does not feel to me like it was an excuse. Everything about that, like from them just having the brief encounter to like you said, what he's going through. I, if anyone is going to hold anything about that ghosting against him, I think that's super silly. Yeah, me too. I don't think there's any good. Me I mean, too. It's not that big of a deal. Anywho, just wanted to say that. Okay, now you want to talk about Nate? Yes, Nate. Nate. <sighs> just... Tell me. I'm trying to be more love and light, but I just, he, will someone that loves him, please, 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 <laughs> please. Is it the eyebrows? Please tell him to stop plucking his eyebrows like that See, or really, shaving them. It really bothers you. It doesn't bother me at all. Zero. I was just, I, I just, I was like graced in his eyebrows. He's like, what, do you think he grooms them? I'm like, Yes, the man shaves around them like rect perfect rectangles. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't even notice. But if you want to send a letter, we can Should have I write an, an open, open letter. letter. <laughs> we should start writing all these an open, open letters. letter to Martin. And then like the second slide, it's like an open letter to Nate. Please don't an, touch an, your an, eyebrows. An open letter to Nate is just like, hey, we love you so much. Big fan, big fan. But <laughs> the, the thing about it is just reminds me of like in junior high when I overplucked my eyebrows and then they ended right here, like sure. halfway into my eye. The rule is you're supposed to let them go from here. Barring, of course, anything where you can't grow eyebrows, but you're supposed to let the like the like the if you go straight up from each line on either side of your nose straight mm -hmm. up, it's where they should start, or they should not go past. I should say with the plucking or removal, and then you should again not pluck or remove hair past the corner of the eye line going straight up. Mm. <sighs> Maybe he. Well, no, they definitely look like they're... No, he they're, definitely takes the razor because uh, I know men who do this and he definitely goes like this. He yeah. definitely shaves down the middle and then it looks like he takes shaves a little bit on the top too and then it looks like he shaved like just a little <laughs> neat little box. 
So I wish you so wouldn't. That's part of the open letter. I wish you wouldn't. But aside from that, like you said, killed it with the friends. Also, crushed the, the friends, friends. low-key cracked me up because they came in like they were going to come in hot. Yes. And they did not come in hot at all. For no, me. they did not. Uh, they No, they, re- they really did have that energy, though. It was right away. They're like, listen, you need to tell us, like, who is here for the wrong reasons. We're worried for Michelle, da 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 And Nate was just like, wouldn't let it go there. Wouldn't let it go there. And it was kind of just putting out this energy, like, let's just have a good time and all get to know each other. And he crushed it. And Michelle, the whole time he was talking, was looking at him beaming. Yeah. Absolutely beaming as soon as he started to talk. Maybe she is going to end up with Nate, but something, I don't know why, like something just doesn't feel right to me about it. Maybe it's the eyebrows, but I think it's something, (laughs) it's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. There's just something that is not, it's not like there's something not right. It's not like there's something not there. It's just, I don't know what it is. Do you have any guesses? There is. I don't because I feel I feel pretty confident in their relationship and I feel like just everything we've seen from him, the way he's handled everything. True, true. I feel like him and Michelle would be a perfect fit. Like the way that they both separately handle things is maybe some of the best I've ever seen. It's a good point. And the idea of them together, I'm like a power fucking couple. Like these two. (sighs) That's a good point. Because even if they are different, right? So it's like, even if they want something different from life, I could see them. Seems like they have shared values. They do have shared values. Oh, I know what I think it is, is I'm not sure if he wants to move out of Austin. Yeah, that I could see. Yeah. But I could also see just at the level of which they're able to communicate with each other, but also with like all the other people in the house, like open communication. I could actually, where where with a lot of the Bachelor couples, I'm skeptical. I could actually see this working. I am just, I think they have the same values. I'm not sure if they have the same life goals. Sure. I could see though her, like, okay, so I could also see then her life with him. I feel like they could have a really exciting life together. And not, again, in a way where there's compromise where it's like she's going and doing things she doesn't want to do. But you know when you're with someone who's different? All of a sudden you have kind of this energy of like you see how they're doing it and you go, I kind of want to do that too. Like almost like right now she is loving where she's at and where she's teaching and maybe that would continue for like another year or two. Then maybe after being with him, it's like, let's explore life together and let's go somewhere else and let's move somewhere else. And I could just see their dynamic being like that and them... Having, like I said, a really fun, exciting life together versus maybe with Joe, they'd stay where they are and maybe that would get old. I could also see her, though, being like, no, I want to be here and I want to teach here and I want to be near my family. And I could see that being a thing where it's like, I could totally, I could (sighs) see it absolutely go either way. I think a big part of it is going to come down to proximity to her family and where she wants to take her career and if she wants to stay where she's at with her career and she wants to be close near her family that is gonna be a fairly non-negotiable understandable and especially to i will to your point her conversation then with nate at the dinner portion where she talked about her toxic ex yes you're right oh my god 
and how she was having all those health issues. We hate that guy. I hate <laughs> that guy. She was having all these health issues and then moving in with her parents. Yeah. And she talked, oh my God. Okay, don't <laughs> don't cut to me crying watching the episode when she dude, I'm gonna start crying right now. When she said that her parents would allow themselves to break down and sob once she went to sleep when she moved back in with them and they were her strength throughout the day and then they would break down at dude, night. I was like, like oh my god like oh, this man destroyed her dude I mean it was also I I was so grateful that she brought that up because there are so many health issues that come from toxic relationships and so then her having this conversation I'm sure was just very like connected with and was so helpful for a lot of individuals listening but then when she talked about moving back in with her parents to your point that may then be a huge reason where it might be like i'm not leaving where my parents are because they've been which i thought was so interesting well maybe that was going to come up before chris i have this feeling that producers are not letting them have that conversation Mm -hmm. and that makes sense to me because i feel like they they're they're both very communicative with each other and they go there. I think producers are having them hold off on the locations conversation mm-hmm. until top three. Yeah. Ooh, that dinner portion of the day before they do the overnights. No. Oh, my God. You're probably right. And then it's going to be awkward afterwards. Damn it. Because she said, she said in her ITM, I've never had more chemistry in my life than I do with Nate. Wow, that's crazy because to me, it sort of looks like there's more chemistry with Joe. That's what I think too. But I'm also then wondering too, if again, this is producer energy, you know how they've done that in the past where you're like, oh, that's the person who ends up winning. It seemed like they have more chemistry with that person. Then you find off off camera. It's like, no, they had more chemistry with the other person. It just was like played out that way. But she said she has the most chemistry with Nate that she's ever felt in her life. I could really see, like, oh, she no. breaks up with Nate, like, top three or some shit. And then I could see Joe leaving. And then she's just like, what the fuck? And then I, I, ooh, I could actually see the audience a bit turning on Michelle towards the end of the season. I could see she, her sending Nate home and people being like, what? Just move to Austin for him. And then I could see... um joe leaving and then she's just like oh what do i do and then she decide, and then i i i could see her getting engaged to brandon and then people are like what so brandon's just your last option oh, but it's no. not really like that you know it's kind of like remember rachel Lindsay yes, and with yes. the, like how she chose brian and like that was the guy all along but everyone was like oh my god like well and she's talked about that too she goes the the fucking producers did not show our story at all they only showed my story with peter I could kind of see it going down like that. Now I'm really holding firm to it, even if I don't fully believe it in my head. <laughs> I'm holding firm to Brandon 1, Joe 2, Nate 3. I could also see... And them being I stronger could than ever see, after that conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, I could also see Nate, it being like, I'm not going to move, and Nate being like, well, I don't think... Because I feel like Nate would be straightforward. I feel like yeah. he'd be like, no, I, I don't think I could move here if he if he couldn't. Um. I could see him being a little bit like, I don't know how I feel. Like, I'm really on the fence about it, da, da, da. And then it causing an issue between them. And then him, like, leaving and coming back and being like, 
you're worth it or something like that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I want to make this work. And if that oh, means that I'm moving to be with you. You might be right. That's another good call. That's another good call. And so maybe she thinks that she has like just Joe left or just Brandon. But then Nate shows back up like maybe. right before. Maybe you could be right. The final rose or something also, like that. Yeah. I don't Dude, know. Also, though, I just I'm, I'm feeling it not wrapping up as smoothly as they're making it look. Oh, I agree. Because it's too, it feels too obvious with the front runners right now. Like it's too blatant from the very first I episode agree. that Joe and Nate are the front runners. I agree. I agree. They're spoon feeding it to us. So I'm just like, there's gotta be a big twist. Dude, though, back to, this has just been sticking on my mind. Back to what you're saying about Joe though. It is crazy. I was getting DMs last night of people saying like the the whole like, oh, well, I don't know. He ghosted her like the. I, I reject. Maybe something will come out later that like I don't like that something happens between him and Michelle. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't like that. But as of right now, I can't shake this feeling that I'm I'm scared that there's going to be heartbreak. I, f I do feel that. Yes. But him getting any sort of shit about this ghosting, I'm like, absolutely I not. Agree. I'm done with that. I agree. Like you were saying, like he him talking about the shit that he was dealing with mentally. And then also just like, I don't know. I just don't think it has any correlation to if he does walk off. Like, I don't think that that m makes any statement about like his level of commitment no. or like anything like that. No, no. I think... I think what he, the conversation that he had last night so vulnerably to her and also on camera shows where he's at and how much he does care about her yeah. because he does not seem like the type of guy. I mean, he's a quiet person. They've even talked about it in the house. They're like, Joe hadn't even mentioned that he really played basketball and he ends up being, he's a quiet guy. He's reserved. Yeah. I don't feel like he would have shared that. And that like intimate of a part of who he is if he wouldn't be in it. But maybe in it, just m maybe it'll end up not being like, I'm not ready to get engaged. Okay, so lock in your picks. Let's just reiterate. Lock in your... I'm gonna, lock I'm gonna, in your, I'm gonna stay Nate with... One. I'm gonna stay with it. Nate, Nate uh, is the final choice that Joe ends up leaving before she yeah, can like, choose between Joe and Nate. Um, and then Brandon is third and Clayton is fourth. I'm locking that in. And we both agree Nick fifth. Or Rick. <laughs> Rick. Rick, Nick, you know. Rick, Nick, you know. Uh, I'm locking in Brandon as one. Joe is two. Brandon is one. Joe is two. Okay. This is... I'm loving that you're that you're going for like that you're taking a risk in your picks. I am taking a risk. I, I don't know if that. I fully believe it, but I'm just putting it out there. I'm I'm doing the riskier bet. I, I appreciate that. This makes it more exciting. Brandon Joe. I think it will be Clayton fourth. Do you think that like do you Nate think third. that if if Nate is not in the final her two her top pick that he could be the next bachelor? I don't think so. You had a theory that it could be uh, Greg. I don't even like part of me doesn't even want to speak that theory into existence. But yeah, I have this like really ominous feeling that the next Bachelor is Greg because I feel like they put it off because of the kickback from the audience, obviously. And instead of just making a choice and being like, no, we're just we've chosen to not 
allow him to be the bachelor that they're just like holding out because everyone's now all of a sudden like Craig and has like forgotten everything and then not us not us yeah I could see that honestly before I'd see Nate I don't see Nate being the bachelor I don't really see any of these guys being the bachelor yeah including Clayton but apparently that's happening Nate would be a good bachelor. I, think I just Nate don't would be see an it. excellent bachelor. I I don't think he would make a good bachelor from the ABC perspective. I don't see Nate being like, look it, Clayton is malleable as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And particularly, I, can't, I think I remember someone saying this about bachelor leads and them saying something about like sports or athletics, about them being like, no, having someone who is has been in sports their whole life means they can take really good direction and they know how to be a team player. I remember reading that somewhere, and like they about need, and they need somebody to be a team player. Yes, so that for production shit, force them to do. Basically, yeah, and it's like yeah. Clayton's a team fucking player. You saw him come out on the field; he'll be able to just all right, step here, sir, go here, do this. It's yeah. like all right, that's it's all Nate, for the good of the Nate team. Would probably do what he wanted to do. Yeah, I just don't see him. I honestly think that there are some personalities that they would legitimately be like, no, nah, I'm not doing this anymore. And then they would just be like legitimately done. Yeah. I could see Nate going along with it. And then when the shit's hitting the fan with top, I can also see him be like, no, I was in love with Michelle. I'm not going to be the bachelor. True. That's very true. So I don't true. see that. So. Well, we shall see. We shall. I can't wait. See. I can't. I can't really can't wait to wait. see how it plays out. I know. I have this like like you said. There's a, there's a feeling that something is coming. There's a hurricane <laughs> of ruin, and it's a shit's about hurricane to hit Martin. the fan. Well, Hurricane Martin is definitely a ruin, but Hurricane you know, Joe. There's something. There's going to be something in the top two or I'm top telling three. You, I think people will be floored with the Nate stuff. I think we're being. I think. I think. Michelle's gonna be heartbroken over Joe, and I think we might be heartbroken over Nate. Oh, I got my heart pumping right now. Oh Lord, let's see what happens. Well, broads, um, be sure to tune in tomorrow. The Bros are actually gonna be back a uh, second week in a row Hell because yeah. next week's a holiday week, so they're taking a pause while we're with our families. Um, also, just a, a heads up about next week Tuesday's episode. We're gonna be re-releasing an episode that we had with Callie Wolf and Ty Simpson. That's excellent. So please check that out. That will be out Tuesday. We'll have our Bachelor Bachelorette recap out Thursday. And then, yeah. Cool. Same old, same old. Chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs> <laughs>